Being thought stupid by people, even your family, does give you a bit of power, you know. She felt she had to explain her lack of indignation. I know I always seem to take it on the chin, but I never do anything I really don't want to. Amanda sighed. Well, if you say so. But what I've never really got is why your family think you're thick. Sophie shrugged. I suppose because I'm not academic like they all are, and being the youngest and all. It's partly habit, and partly because they don't see my strengths as useful. She sighed, although they do get the benefit of them. In my family, if it doesn't involve letters after your name, it doesn't count. Amanda humphed. Well, I'd like to hear what Millie has to say on the subject. Millie, the third of the trio known at school as Millie Molly Mandy, unfairly, according to Sophie, who didn't awfully like being called Molly, lived in New York. A couple of years older than the other two, she was the head of the gang, and spoke her mind even more than Amanda did. I haven't bothered Mills with this, although I am due to ring her, but now I must fly. I've got to find some half-decent plastic glasses for the children. People are turning up at about one. She made a face. My mother is insisting we make a children's room upstairs in the old playroom. She says it's because it'll be more fun for them. But really, she doesn't want kids cluttering up her party. You see, there you are again, doing loads to help your mother have a party, and they still treat you as a second-class citizen. Sophie giggled. It's not about class, darling, it's about brains. I do have the former, but my exam results indicated I didn't have many of the latter. You sound just like your mother. Do I? That's not good. It's inevitable. And to be fair to your mother, I think she has a point about the children's room. Parents' parties can be frightfully dull when you're little. And your father is prone to demanding if people are learning Latin. If you're a child, anyway. Sophie raised an eyebrow. They're quite dull when you're five foot six, which is why you're not coming. Unlike last year, and he doesn't ask you about Latin any more. He knows you went to the same school as I did and didn't. Amanda obviously now felt guilty. Do you really want me to come? I will. We did used to have fun at your parents' annual bash. When we three used to cover each other in face paint and play with the hose in the garden. They both sighed reminiscently. And then Sophie went on, No, you're fine. I'll do this one on my own. After all, I'm used to my ghastly family. I can cope with them. She frowned slightly. She hadn't been entirely truthful with Amanda. Although she always appeared to accept her lot in the family pecking order, it had irked her more lately. Especially during these hard times when her skill with turning shabby into chic was particularly useful, she could have done with the occasional pat on the back. Sophie found the shop selling party favours tucked down a side street in the old part of the town. As it had a sale on, she added some extras to her list, sparklers, face paint and some tinsel wigs, and then walked up the hill to the big old Victorian house where she lived. She often thought that if her parents really minded about being short of money, they would have either moved into something smaller or converted part of it into a flat. For the cost of putting a bathroom and a galley kitchen into the attics, they could have had some regular extra income for years. As it was, the family who still lived there... Sophie, her older brother Michael and her parents all bumbled about, arguing over the only bathroom and filling the spare rooms with clutter. Sophie's mother, who'd given up her life as a teacher to become an artist, had taken up a lot of the space to have a studio and to store her paintings. 
Her father, an academic, was a compulsive book buyer. He needed a study and a library. Michael, who was also an academic, needed the same. Sophie had once inquired tentatively about them sharing a library so that maybe she could have a room to do her sewing in, but was patronised into submission. Art was arty, whereas sewing was either mending or entirely frivolous. When her sister Joanna left home when Sophie was fifteen, Sophie took over her room for her sewing machine and all the bits and pieces she needed for her creations. Now the downstairs rooms had been cleared for her parents' party, which took a lot of Sophie's talent. The house had grace and charm, but the carpets were threadbare, there were patches of damp that required huge floral arrangements to conceal them, and Sophie had had to fling tablecloths over the tables to disguise the rings caused by careless academic people who put their hot mugs down just anywhere.